Hi, it's Mal, the CEO of Multi. And I'm AJ, and I'm the Chief Scientific Officer at Multi. And this is Multimedia. Multi creates biomimetic, science-forward essentials that connect the dots between internal and external health. And this right here is the corner of our multiverse where we have conversations with people we think are cool in the wellness space, quite simply because we can. We have Reed Turner here with us today. She is a conscious content creator, sharing her journey in wellness from dealing with IBS to leading a plant-based food lifestyle, being a mother, an entrepreneur, a YouTuber, a podcast host. Shout out to For the Healthy Hoes and your co-host Tim as well. And she has a trailblazer showing that wellness isn't just white, thin, cishet, et cetera, et cetera. We stumbled across Ree and her podcast and platform For the Healthy Hoes a while back. It feels like just hopping onto a phone call with a bestie, honestly. And it feels <laughs> like you're speaking to someone who isn't trying to make wellness aspirational, like the industry tries and makes oh. it seem, I feel. Mm-hmm. You just show that wellness is life, meeting yourself where you're at and kind of going from there. So we thank you for that. So without further ado, this is oh. Re. What about a little origin story? Where are you from? Where are you now? How did you get to where you are? Okay, so thank you for having me, first of all. (laughs) I am from a town called Sykeston, Missouri. It is like two hours outside of St. Louis, so just that area. I was actually born in a city that's like 30 minutes away from Sykeston called Cape Girardeau, Missouri. I don't know why my mother decided to go there to have me. Like versus having me at a hospital (laughs) where we are from, but I actually went to college at Arkansas State University, which is located in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and that's how I ended up in Arkansas. But when I graduated, I moved to Arlington, Texas, and I stayed there for a little bit, and I think that is where my healing journey, my wellness journey really began, like, because I just feel like Oftentimes, unfortunately, I guess fortunately, unfortunately, our wellness journey start from a like a place of darkness, and that's definitely how mine started. But yeah, I end up moving back to Arkansas, which is where I am now. I feel like I don't love this city. Like I'm always talking about, like, oh, I'm from Arkansas, I don't want to be here, blah blah blah. But it's kind of my comfort zone. And one day, soon in the near future, I do plan to like leave this space. But right now. I'm okay here. I don't love it, but it's okay. I'm okay here. (laughs) (laughs) I know that you did make a pit stop in Texas and shout out Mm -hmm. to AJ, our resident Texas girly. Yes. (laughs) Everybody needs one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You said that your wellness journey started in Arkansas when you got there and from a deep, I guess, dark place. Yeah. So... I had just graduated college like I had graduated with a master's degree and all my life I was just told like you go to college you get your degrees and you'll get a job really really easy and that wasn't necessarily my experience I just found it really hard like finding a job that paid well and it's like okay you went to school all these years and you still can't find a job and then on top of that I found out that I was pregnant and then like my living situation wasn't ideal either like I was living with family and they didn't make me feel seen understood or make me feel comfortable and then just from that entire experience 
I don't know, I just went into a really deep depression. It was one of those things where my expectations wasn't meeting my reality. And at that time in my life, I didn't really have the tools or the knowledge to combat my expectations not being met. And yeah, from there, like I said, just went into like a deep, dark place. And then I don't know how or where, like where I found out about a book called You Are a Badass. And then just from there, I just kind of like started my deep dive on my wellness journey and like meditation and just understanding that the reality that's in front of me, it's not the forever reality. It's always changing, always growing and it gets better, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much where everything started as far as like from a mental space. Now, I'm going to talk about the IBS. Now, that's something I've been dealing with all my life. Oh, shit. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) And then really around that time, honestly, is where I decided to go plant-based and really just change my life and really like going plant-based affected my mental health as well because I just began to be really conscious about not only what I put into my body as far as food wise but Mm -hmm. also like the content I'm consuming the people that I'm having conversations with my environment everything just really started to become full circle at that point in my life I feel like for so many of us that kind of flip of the switch does happen when something dark or like the darkest parts of our journey starts happen so it's Mm -hmm. really cool to hear just how you've been able to transform your own life and your own mentality just through all of your small habits which is something Mm -hmm. that I did want to to ask you about and we'll ask you about how you define wellness after this because I didn't want to touch on that too because I think that that's such an interesting question to ask people because I feel like for everyone it is so different and so personal Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. with you getting yourself out of sort of this deep dark place building habits I'm sure was a part of that and it's something that I have seen you talk about a lot in your content we have Mm -hmm. crept deeply your YouTube (laughs) so (laughs) and I love your videos by the way But how and where did you start with your own habits that have improved your lifestyle and just your mental health and physical health? I think working out was one of the biggest and like the first things that I started to incorporate in my life. Even before, you know, I reached that dark space and decided to start this wellness, this healing journey. I had never worked out before in my life before that. I was in college, so I started working out because I wanted to look better and feel better about myself. But working out it really is just a transformation and it's a healing habit really I think a lot of people don't really understand the power working out has on like your mental health honestly to this day when I'm in my period I don't work out I literally TMI I just got off my period and so I haven't worked out probably like in four days and I can feel that I can feel that in my being and that's just my point working out is so powerful and it's something I've done since 10 years that's one of the first things and then I feel like reading and not being on my phone kind of go hand in hand because Mm -hmm. if you're reading if you're doing like things in real life you're automatically not going to be on your phone so Mm -hmm. beginning my journey I was reading a lot of mental health and self-help and I was just like oh girl I'm overwhelmed I'm tired of these like (laughs) self-help books and I really thought am I done am I done with this journey but it's like girl (laughs) no you are not doing this is just beginning it's forever going but I was just like no you just need to switch it up so I've really been into novels Mm. and obviously eating well every morning I have a smoothie it just works out 
really well for me. It's just something I don't have to think about. Like, I'm going to have my smoothie. Like, I don't care if there's a tornado outside. Like, I'm going to make my smoothie. I don't care what else is happening. And then just spending time with my family because I know that they have my best interests at heart. And I don't know, it's important to me to spend time with people that I love, people who we can enhance each other spiritually and energetically. Meditation too, that was something that I started out with in the beginning as well. And then I kind of lost my way. And then now I'm back in it and it's really powerful too. That is a lot though, but because I was like, mm, <laughs> Sounds like a nice daily sort of routine for you. Do you journal at all? Yes. That's another thing that I started doing in the beginning. For a while, I wasn't consistent with it. And I just feel like with some things, you need to have breaks. I feel like mm-hmm. all of these habits are good, but sometimes things are more prominent in your life versus the other right. things. Journaling was something that I did early on. And it's one of those things where I kind of stopped doing it for a while. And here recently, I've been doing it a lot more because I just feel like, you know, I need it. I need it right now at this time of my life. So definitely journaling. I mean, those are a lot of habits, but I'm sure it was kind of like a one by one type of thing for you, or at least, well, from a personal perspective, I feel like things can't be sustainable if you try to slap them all into your life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so it's like building one on top of the other kind of thing. And over time, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm doing all of these things that I know affect me mentally and physically in such a good way. All of those habits don't happen every day. Yeah. (laughs) Except the smoothie. Except the smoothie. Except, and I honestly, and I try to switch the smoothie up. Like, I'd be like, okay, let me have some oatmeal. And like, don't get me wrong, the oatmeal do hit. But it'd be like, "Mm, mm, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love that. One of your habits there, you talked about unplugging and reading instead of scrolling on your phone. You're a content creator. You're on social, I'm sure, all the time. How do you set those boundaries for yourself to protect your mental health and, I guess, to just protect your energy? Yes. You know, I talk about this all the time. Maybe not on the internet, but to Travis or Tim. And (laughs) his name is Travis, but also Tim. But, yeah, being a content creator, there's a thin line between being a creator and a consumer on these social media apps and you really it's important to find that balance and it's something that I'm still working on but what I find that works for me is setting the time like having a schedule like okay especially like if I'm getting on there for work like okay eight o'clock I'm doing I'm working out nine o'clock emails ten o'clock I'm gonna go on Instagram and post this reel and Maybe an hour later, I'll go back and then engage and, you know, see what, you know, people are saying about their posts. And then as far as like consuming, I prefer to do that in my downtime. You know, I don't want to be on social media consuming. Like I'm supposed to be working because then that's where the lines kind of get blurred and it's confusing, you know, and you end up procrastinating. But for me, definitely just like setting a time and having a schedule when I'm going to be like creating on these apps versus consuming on these apps and also I have time limits on my phone I put mm-hmm. a time limit on Instagram not necessarily TikTok because I just don't really be on there like that but and even like these days I find myself okay what's next I'm bored like I don't spend like I'm just so bored with these apps these days I don't know but that's mm-hmm. it's just me though it's not everybody else on that it's me like just needing something else I just want to be more 
I guess tune into the present moment, but that only usually happens when I've been on the app too much. So then mm. just find that balance. How do you decide what it is that you're going to be creating, especially like the industry that you're in, in the wellness space? How is it that you conceptualize and find creativity for your content? I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what's going on in the wellness <laughs> industry. Like I literally have no idea. <laughs> and I just kind of like, go with the flow how I'm feeling okay so my content is planned around my real life I don't plan my Mm -hmm. life around my content if that makes Mm -hmm. sense like I'm like okay I'm gonna have a juice this morning I was already gonna have a juice but I'm like okay hey let's Mm -hmm. let's share this let's go ahead and share this I'm really just winging it to be honest (laughs) (laughs) all right I'm like aren't we all so yeah (laughs) yeah and then like so for example I'm really into, like I just said right now, with trying to spend more time off of social media. So like, okay, if if I'm feeling this way, maybe I'll do a post about things you could be doing instead of scrolling on social media. So Mm -hmm. I kind of really just plan my content around my life and how I'm feeling. That makes sense. I feel like that's the only sustainable way to do it too. Yes. Otherwise you're kind of running your brain for things and then you'll run out of ideas. Girl. (laughs) And I'm sure it's exhausting too. That's why I'm like, Mm. how do you balance? (laughs) But I did also read in an article of yours, you talking about how this work and everything that you're doing is, I think what you said, legacy for you. What does that mean to you? And can you delve into that? The lifestyle that I live right now, currently, there was nobody before me who lived this life. I didn't get to see anybody else do this. I'm like, not my mom, not my grandma. Now, maybe the ancestors before that, I'm pretty sure like they probably did a lot of the things that I'm doing and I'm just kind of going back to those things. But I just mean that I want to be representation for obviously my daughters who see me every single day and who see the work that I put in, but also for other women who look like me and who want to see women who look like them that's just pretty much what I mean by that like I just Mm -hmm. want like I said before I've never Mm -hmm. I've not saying I've never seen anybody who doing what I'm doing and talk about wellness like of course there are other black women but personally I've never known any I've never known anybody who is doing what I'm doing eat the way I eat who prioritize their mental health who is communicating with a large audience connecting with other people who are essentially living the same lifestyle or who are interested in living the same lifestyle that's what I mean by that and I feel like a huge reason why we even exist as a brand is because we don't see anyone who looks like us creating brands like this in this space and I think Mm -hmm. that it's so cool to come across other creators other brands and other just I guess people doing the thing and making themselves visible within this space because everyone else who feels like they can't because they can't see themselves here hopefully feels empowered to do so too so we're so glad that you have created the space that you have because it inspires us too when yeah. I came across it, I'm like, what the heck? And then I binged all of your episodes. <laughs> uh, they're so relaxing too. I yeah. Yeah. Your voice is so soothing too. I'm like, you were built to be talking to people. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know what's Definitely. funny? I've never had that compliment until I had this podcast. I was like, what? No one has ever told me that. Then I, I started listening back and I'm like, hmm. 
My voice is kind of soothing. (laughs) (laughs) It is like most definitely. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely is. So thank you for talking on the internet because we all appreciate (laughs) it out here. Thank you for listening. Uh, Of course. Well, I mean, we're talking about the wellness space and I guess taking up space. I'm so curious. How do you define wellness? To me, wellness is a feeling, but I just want to say it's not a product. And it's not. I think products can enhance your journey and your wellness routines. But essentially, to me, wellness is how you feel, how I feel mentally, physically, spiritually. Period. That's it. That's my definition of wellness. And like just the little things that I do, like things that are not outside of myself that I do to vibrate at a high frequency and to be the best version of myself. We talk a lot about too how wellness is such a like an internal and external thing, a combination of the two and how it is such a personal thing I feel which is why even in the industry and with brands I mean we're saying that and we're a brand but with brands it's so difficult to find yourself one seen in them but also finding ones that feel like include the unique parts of you and it's hard like I think everyone's journey is so individual everyone's wellness practices everyone's wellness Mm -hmm. rituals they're all so different and personal and you just kind of have to find and figure out what works for you Uh, that's also I think it's hard to dictate trends Mm -hmm. in wellness or even implement it like commercially because it is so personal and it's very Mm -hmm. much like I mean not everyone's a smoothie maybe they want a juice at the beginning of the day right and you wouldn't even know if you don't go out and like try and determine what wellness looks like to you even if it's not juice (laughs) to some people it's not (laughs) yeah well in the wellness space what do you feel like is missing I feel like this one is okay we can go on for days in terms of what's (laughs) okay so I think one of the biggest things that's missing from the wellness industry is vulnerability I think oftentimes we try to look for specific things or specific content that we can create and share with the world but we really need to look in we need to look in ourselves because by sharing our story um, and just by being vulnerable we can relate and connect with so many different people and before I started my podcast I never really knew how many people was going through what I was going through I never knew how many how many people could relate to my personal story so just by being vulnerable you are helping so many people and I think also like so much originality derives from vulnerability like we were talking about earlier talking about these trends and Unfortunately, that so many people are doing the same exact things and Mm. that's boring. Like, you know, we are tired of seeing the same exact things. And Mm. like I just said before, if you're vulnerable, automatically your story, like nobody has the same exact story. So like Mm -hmm. you're automatically different and set you apart from everyone else. And I just want to see more people being their authentic selves. Like that's it. Adrian and I talk about this and like, growing up with families who push you so hard or who expect yeah. so much from you and you aren't allowed to be vulnerable you aren't allowed to Hello. show that you're breaking down or that you're having a hard time it's like one that so then it's ingrained in our literal genetics mm-hmm. and in our brains to not yes. feel like yeah. we can be vulnerable and then society where it's like okay can I show this quote-unquote weakness even though it's not weakness 
will people think differently of me? Will they judge me for it? Will they think I'm not capable? All that. Yeah, <laughs> like I can I, go I, on. I, I, I agree <laughs> with her. And I think it definitely takes practice. But I think before you can be vulnerable with the world, you have to first be vulnerable with yourself. I think mm. so many times we're like not even real with ourselves. You know what mm. I mean? And it definitely takes practice and it takes courage for sure. But I definitely think it can be done, you know, because mm. I come I from that, that same family background to this day. My mom tells me, she's like, you think you know me, but you don't. I'm like, well, that's your fault. I want to know you, but. Exactly. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> Everyone is probably like, yeah, I feel that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Wait, what was your second thing? You said that you were only going to say one, but we want to know the next yeah. one. <laughs> okay. My second thing. What was my second thing? What else do you think is missing in the world? I mean, space? I think one of the biggest things, I think the most obvious things, obviously, is diversity, more diversity. But mm. I think, uh, you know, that's obvious. There can always be more diversity really mm. everywhere. What was my other thing, though? Like, no, I really forgot. I'm not just holding out. Like, I genuinely, <laughs> we're going to be like 50 minutes in the episode. And I'm like, oh, I remember. Hold on. Give me a second. What did I say? Vulnerability. Okay. So I was just saying in one of the episodes, how I felt like wellness is becoming a marketing scheme. I feel like we live in America and like that people are going to try to capitalize off of every single thing. I think, don't get me wrong. Products are amazing. They're great. Like they really are, especially if they're made from a genuine space. Like if the creators are genuine and like you guys, like if the creators are genuine and myself, like we have a podcast. I mean, we're a brand at the end of the day as well. Mm. But like as long as it comes from a genuine space. But I think a lot of times, like when I see, I hate to see wellness routines and it's just like product based. Like mm. I wake up in the morning and I do this and I, oh, this product, oh my God, I love it. It mm. made me who I am, blah, blah. I've never heard nobody say it made me who I am, but, <laughs> but like, and it's just like, like we talked about earlier, wellness is an internal and external thing, but I, like, you can't have the external without the internal, like it's, it's pointless, mm. like what's the point of it? Now, unfortunately, a lot of the content that I see on my feed, is like, wellness routines that are product-based and it's like girl Lauren said the best mm-hmm. how you gonna win you ain't right within like you literally <laughs> have to fix and heal your inner being and I just want to see more of that like more internal wellness more inner wellness where you mm-hmm. yeah I feel like that takes more creators who are conscious of that and exactly. show that and talk about that too I'm not anti-products like I love my products but I'm just saying like you can't not work on your inner being like yeah I'm a content creator so I work with brands all the time but I make sure that I actually love the product and I make sure that my audience is going to benefit from it and Mm -hmm. I can speak from a genuine space like it's really not that hard honestly it's really Mm -hmm. not and I mean I guess (laughs) it's easy for me to say because I've done it for mm. a while but there are so many brands that just speaking from a creator standpoint there's so many mm. brands who wanted to work with me and I turned them down like somebody wanted me to talk about a wig I'm like girl <laughs> no, like, they don't even have you ever heard me talk about wigs like it just doesn't align just being a creator you have to make sure that for me personally I have to make sure the brands that I'm working with even talking to y'all like I have to make sure that I align 
with y'all and like our values that it all aligns like that's it's mm. honestly I know a lot of people think it's hard I guess it's easy to say but it's not that hard <laughs> <laughs> more people need to hear that <laughs> it's not that hard like I guess from a creator standpoint too especially on a podcast I was like uh I felt weird working with brands like having brands sponsor mm. our podcast mm. at first but it's yeah. just like, no, this is your work. And I don't see the problem if you are genuinely aligned with mm. this brand. You deserve to get paid for your work. You deserve to get paid mm. for existing. That's something I had to tell myself. Yeah, mm. girl, we go on and on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love to hear it. I love to hear it because I completely agree. I feel like even for anybody that we work with, we've had a lot of conversations about working with creators. And for us, it's we want them to actually love what we do but also we really really advocate for our community first because they're mm-hmm. the ones who are buying from us they're the ones who support us in our community chat like they're the ones who even yes. though we haven't launched yet are mm-hmm. cheerleading for us and those are the people that we feel like we want to highlight and we really want to spotlight because they're just really really sweet and incredible like we really love them exactly, um yeah. <laughs> But there has to be that alignment. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I mean, you, you've built a huge community, I feel. Yeah, definitely. And it's growing and it's amazing. How did you go about doing that? Was it really organic or was it something that you really, I guess, had a goal of creating? So it honestly was very organic. So I started my YouTube channel years ago and I was just on there. I started that channel, obviously, because I like to talk. Honestly, I really like to talk and (laughs) I like to create as well. Like, I think that's something that I also left out in one of the questions that you asked me. I can't remember what it was, but something that I do love about being in this space, I can combine my two passions, which is creativity and wellness. And so I still, to this day, I love creating YouTube videos, reels, TikToks, like they're the same thing, but when companies are like, can you create us a reel or a TikTok? I'm like, well, it's the same thing, but okay. <laughs> but anyway, so I started that. But then but with the podcast, I was really just so surprised about how quickly it grew and like how fast it is still growing. And it was just something that was really organic. I didn't really have that goal of like, okay, we're going to be this huge podcast yeah. because now my podcast is bigger than my YouTube channel. I had no idea. Like, it was just going to be a platform where we could speak about our experiences because it's therapeutic for us as well to be able to talk about, you know, what we're currently going through, but also create a space for others to feel seen and understood. Honestly, it was so organic and I had no idea that it would do what it's doing, to be mm-hmm. completely honest. Oh, that's so beautiful, that's- though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That is. Obviously, it's a testament to how much it relates and resonates to people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there's that. <laughs> we kind of touched on this earlier. I know you're a big book fan. I saw you mm-hmm. read All About Love. That is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. For anyone listening, All About Love by Bell Hooks. If you have not mm-hmm. read it, it is such a beautiful book. But I wanted to touch on love and wellness. I think because just in conversations with friends, they've been talking a lot about love lately. How do you define and show love, I guess, to yourself and your body and your mind? Yeah. When I think about love, I think about unconditional love because I felt like growing up, it wasn't something that I always experienced. Like the love that I experienced from my mom, just people around me, 
it fit my grandma. It felt really conditional. Like, and if you know what I mean, if you grew up in like a setting that I grew up in, when I did something good, you were celebrated. And mm-hmm. when I did something like not so favorable, I didn't feel very loved. And I'm sure it wasn't all in my head, but I'm also sure like I was kind of hard on myself as well. So just in that same way, I want to practice unconditional love for myself. And that just looks like, like not being too hard on myself, giving myself grace, like days that I wake up and I look in the mirror, I'm like, someday, I know everybody does, and I'm just like, girl, what are we doing right now? But just understanding that my body is literally a vessel and my body, when something is going like, I guess in a way that I don't want it to go, like my body is communicating with me and letting me know, you know, something's not right and just being grateful for that communication that my body has. Cause like y'all know I have IBS and recently found out I have dermatitis. So I look at that in a way like my body is communicating. Everyone isn't that lucky where their body is going to communicate with them and letting them know, okay, either your environment, stressors, food, something is not right. So I feel like I went on a whole tangent and I got away from the entire question, but just expressing gratitude for my physical vessel. And then I guess showing unconditional love to those around me. I love to cook. I love to cook for my family. What else? And I guess just physical touch. I love kissing and hugging on my family as well. And just talking to them and just mm-hmm. really keeping it simple, letting them know, like, I love you, like, randomly. I love you. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Just saying. Also, your dermatitis and IVS girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, interesting. Yeah. We're, we're also like, yes, yeah, same, 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 same. Skin, <laughs> gut, axis. Am I yes. right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, AJ can go on, I'm sure, about the science behind all of that. <laughs> we feel you on that. Both of us have experienced eczema and also gut issues this week my gut is in very in a lot of pain yeah it's in, oh, my gut wow. is in shambles this week so <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out right now because it is it is like you said it's our body communicating to us mm-hmm. what is going Literally. on yeah telling us yes. that there's inflammation in our body for me whenever mm-hmm. I eat like shit I get eczema on my hands Dang. a week later Yes. And it's just something that I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. My body is speaking to me as much as I hate this right now. Exactly. Like, like girl, I hear you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> exactly. Well, what books are you reading right now? We talked about all about love. What are you reading? Yes. So, okay. So I just finished reading. Well, I didn't finish it. I had like a chapter or two left, but <laughs> Tuesdays with Maury. I forgot the author, that one. And I'm currently reading Stay With Me. I forgot the author, but it's like an orange and pink book. It's a novel. It's really good. Like, it's so good. I'm trying to think of some really good books that I recently read because I kind of fell off of reading. But I'm trying to think of like some really good books that I'm literally at the library now. I'm, when we finish up, I'm going to check out a book called 100 Things We Lost to the Internet. Mm, check that mm. one out. I'm really excited about that one. Mm. Um, one too. My favorite author, because I feel like this is easier. My favorite author, her name is Britt Benet. She wrote mm. The Vanishing Half, which is it's a really good book. It's big, but it's good. And then she wrote another book called The Mothers, which is very good as well. I read The Marathon Don't Stop, and it's just like the autobiography of 
Is it autobiography? I don't know. Is it biography or autobiography? He didn't write it. Somebody wrote it about him, about Nipsey Hussle. Very good. So then it would be a biography, right? If Thank you, didn't you girl. Let me, <laughs> let, let me know. Let, me know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let it be known. <laughs> um, you need to choose a book for our book club one of these months. Yes. <laughs> I I yes. Will. We what just read right now is braiding sweetgrass which is about indigenous history wisdom knowledge practices and then mm-hmm. right before that was set boundaries find peace which okay. is a really good one all about so boundaries good. yeah we found mm-hmm. out we have horrible boundaries porous boundaries in the words of the author mm-hmm. but, but it's an incredible incredible book and our dot com like our community really really enjoyed it that's one what did so- you say it was called Set boundaries, Set find boundaries, peace. find peace okay. by, okay. I believe, mm-hmm. Nedra Tawab. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm see if the library has it before yes. I go today. Okay, ooh, I was right. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's such a good one and talks a lot about boundaries, which good. I feel like in one of your recent vlogs, you did talk about boundaries so you don't burn out. And I'm sure yes. with all the things that you're doing, I mean, you're booked, you're busy, you're doing all the things. Mm-hmm. How do you prevent burnout? Like you said, setting boundaries for <laughs> myself, because I would literally work, I would work all day long, like, especially if I'm in the mood, like, you know, I just feel like as creators, we have times in our life where we're feeling really creative. And I just be like, okay, calm down, wait, wait a minute, wait, you don't want to get burnt out. And just having off days, like literally, we're going on a two week break from the podcast, just so mm-hmm. you know give ourselves a little bit of break that's one of our we're setting boundaries for ourselves and yeah girl that's really it just taking days off oh uh, yes yeah when you all don't post a podcast episode I'm curious do listeners respond and be like no <laughs> yes because we just came back well not just because it's April but we went on a break because it was just me on the podcast for a while I was like, okay, because when it's just you, it feels like you're just kind of talking to yourself. Talking to yourself. After, a while, <laughs> after a while, I was just like, I was just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm ready for you to come back. And so we went on a break. I think it was like from December to the end of January. And people were like, where are y'all at? We're ready. We need more episodes. But it's just like, you know, give me a minute. We come Yes. Back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to know we're being missed, though. Mm. Well, what about boundaries? I guess because you're also a mom, how do you find balance with motherhood, entrepreneurship, doing all the things? For right now, it's just like having a set work schedule, having a time where I spend time with my girls and my husband and just writing everything down. Because like if I don't write it down, I will forget. And it's just like, even if I have a creative idea, I'm like, okay, you need to write it down. I had an idea the other day and I didn't write it down. And I'd still don't know what it is literally <laughs> I have to write it I feel like that happens to both of us too because I literally had to ask myself like what do you want what's most important to you in your life mm. at this point like that's something I've done recently as well that has really helped me prioritize certain things in my life what is your top priority right now of course my family mm. they will always be number one I'm always like I need to be creating on social media on Instagram because but you know it is what it is 
but my family, the podcast, obviously, and then my YouTube channel, and then Instagram and TikTok, they're gonna have to fall into the cracks wherever they fall in, because I, (laughs) like, I would literally stress out about, like, oh my god, I have not posted in a month, I would literally be stressed, but it's like, girl, if you don't calm down, you're posting here, you're posting on these other platforms, it'll be okay, it's gonna be okay. What is your favorite podcast episode that you've recorded for your podcast? And what was the topic? That's hard. I've never been asked that question before. Okay, so I'll pick two. One episode called Everything is Temporary. Where I was just kind of talking about, yeah, where (laughs) I was just kind of talking about my lessons for this past year, what I went through. Yeah, and the moral of the story there was just everything is temporary. I really enjoyed that recording the episode and then here lately we did a Q&A episode which was really fun because it's like we're answering questions things that our audience wanted to know and I feel like we want to do more of those maybe every other month to just engage more with our Mm. audience well everyone go listen to both of those episodes (laughs) you will not regret it (laughs) yes you will not regret it I really think about everything is temporary, though, because I think that a lot of us get so stuck in the moment, which is like, okay, we're being present. And that's great that we're being present. But Mm -hmm. then at what point are you then being stuck in the past and not? Exactly. Girl, it's hard, like Mm -hmm. trying to navigate the present moment, the past, future. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's too much. (laughs) It's it's too much. It's too much. It's a practice. I'm trying to practice a little bit more. Just being like, okay, what is the now? We really literally only have this moment. Indulge in it, be in it, and mm-hmm. feel more of it. But it's hard. It's hard not to yeah. think of what's coming up next or what just happened. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of The Power of Now yes. by Eckhart Tolle? Yeah. yeah. That's a book I should have mentioned, but I love watching his um, like little, I guess, when he's talking, what do they call His little conversations, seminars, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Love watching those as well. Yeah, we need you to write one of these books so that all the yeah. books are not, so that all the ones we're shouting out aren't just white authors. Like so. white men, yeah. What I do they know. know about wellness? I know, girl. We'll be waiting, we'll be waiting. Story. Keep waiting on me, girl. <laughs> we'll check in on that in 10 yeah, years from now. <laughs> yeah, one day, one day. We have some closing questions here. Well, we kind of asked you about this earlier, about how you define mm-hmm. wellness, but- what does wellness mean to you, look like, to you, feel like, to you internally and then externally? So, like I said before, it's just how I feel. And then doing what's best for me in that exact moment. You know what I mean? What was best for me yesterday may not be what's best for me today in this exact moment. So kind of just going with the flow and just doing what I feel is best for me in the best way possible. Yeah, and just doing all those habits that I said earlier, even if it's not every single day, like trying to do one or two of those things, like simplifying my routines has worked really well for me and my inner being. So in terms of your routine, I know we talked a lot about products, (laughs) but I'm curious to know for you, like what kinds of products or brands have you been loving recently that have just felt nice? I love hot tea. Okay, and what brand do I love? It's a brand from God. Don't shoot me. It's like a little. <laughs> we'll bleep that tea. out. No one's gonna know. Yeah, it's this. So I love I love lemongrass ginger tea. It's so good. And like 
having a sensitive stomach, I learned that having hot things in the morning work really well for me. I love, well, I don't love it, but my body loves taking a shot of aloe vera juice in the morning. That really helps with my gut health. So good. It's two ounces. It's so nasty, but it works. Also, I don't know how I almost forgot this. I've been microdosing like like for like the past three weeks. Ooh, we love been, microdosing over here. <laughs> yes, it's been doing wonders for me. Honestly, I feel so bad. I forgot the name of the brand, but it, it's a Black-owned small business. These vegan gummies, they taste so good. But I've been doing that like one day on and one day off. When it's my day to microdose, I'm like, oh my God, it's microdosing day. <laughs> but it has made a huge difference in my life. Right now, I'm going through some things with my mom and my family and it's just taking a toll on me mentally so that has really been helping me out I love my smoothies I love four sigmatic protein powder like the little packets because mm. I don't know what's going on with the huge canisters but they don't taste the same as the package so mm. use the packets if you're gonna good. use them I like to use the night training app when I work out and mm. if I work out at home I love going on runs especially since it's spring now and the weather's starting to be beautiful again and okay going into skincare because Oh, God, I feel like this has been such a journey with me because my skin is so sensitive. Then that's another thing. I want to have this 10-step skincare routine, but my body, my skin does not want that. It's like you go on the internet and you see this product, this product, and I'm like, oh, I want to try that. But I've been using Crave Beauty, their cleanser. Really good. Works really well. And then I've been using Drunk Elephants Whipped moisturizer it's like in the purple mm, container yeah. it's like 60 dollars, but it's good though it works because for some reason my skin doesn't like hyaluronic acid and I'm just like girl how your skin don't like the ingredient that they say is supposed to hydrate you <laughs> like, I'm like I'm sure AJ has lots to say about the hyaluronic acid <laughs> really <laughs> perhaps it complex. makes enough on its own <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> But yeah, and then I go in with grapeseed oil. I love this because I love the oily look, the glossy look. So I go in with grapeseed oil. And that's all the products. Oh, I love Osea too, their body oils. Mm. Very mm. good. I love Territory Soap. Amazing. Um, it's like these little cubes and you just hang them up. So cute. And they are so good. The owner, she has eczema and she created that brand because she had eczema. Mm. Oh, nice. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's it. I'm trying to think what else. And water. <laughs> of her. Sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag ad for water. <laughs> I think that's really it though, honestly. That's your morning and evening, huh? Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do too much. Like, I would love to try these little masks that they yeah, are doing. I feel you. I, like, my, skin, my skin is like, girl, if you don't put on this cleanser and this moisturizer and go about your day <laughs> what makes you feel good I hate to say it but like working out running just being really honestly existing vibing existing vibing yeah. reading water <laughs> just living makes you feel just good living. that's so beautiful though this episode is sponsored by mother earth uh, oh no, yes. seriously yes <laughs> But just I love, sponsored by Mother Earth. I'm gonna put that in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> add. Add. Yeah, hashtag add that. Hashtag it. <laughs> okay, and finally, what can we shout out right now? Projects, products, what do you have coming up? I mean, we have our totes coming out next week. Just tune into our episodes weekly. 
Yeah, I mean, that's really it. That's, that's what all we, we got. got. That's what we have. <laughs> well, thank you so much for chatting with us and just sharing so much about you, your work, your everything that you're up to. Like we said, we love what you're doing and we feel like it's so inspiring to see you do what you do. So being able to chat with you, connect with you, it's, yeah, we're so happy. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank Thanks so much, y'all, for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to the pod for more convos with cool people and make sure to check out Multi on all platforms. And that is at my daily multi everywhere you can find us.